Praise the Lord. Amen. Good job by the teachers. Amen. From what I heard. So this morning's lesson is building the temple. And the focus verse is coming from 1 Kings 5 and 5. And behold, I purpose to build an house unto the name of the Lord my God. As the Lord spake unto David my father, saying, Thy son, whom I will set upon thy throne in thy room, he shall build an house unto my name. So the lesson text today, 1 Chronicles 22, 11 through 16. Amen. So the truth about God and promise extend to multiple generations. And the truth for my life. Amen. So the lesson talking about David's desire to honor God. I think we just need to sit there for a minute. I've heard y'all's comments. David's desire to honor God. I hope you got up and came to church because you want to honor God. I mean, what did you come for? What y'all get dressed for this morning? Huh? What you come to church for, sis? Uh-huh. I hope you came on to God. Uh, I'm just asking a question. Let me go around the room. Why did you go through the motions of going through a shower, getting dressed, uh-huh. huh, getting in your Escalade, coming to the church? This is making sure we're in the right. You know, what did you come for? Everything we do. 
pick pat on you. We gotta have our name spoken. It's vain glory. But what about honoring God? If what you doing over here ain't honoring God, brother, God don't need you to have a seat.
experience. Yes, they fail. But guess what? God knew he could trust them. He knew that they were going to honor him from hell or high water. What about you? He knew. of honor. Because some of y'all need to write it on your refrigerator. Because you go in there every day. <laughs> they don't bypass that. You don't bypass the refrigerator. <laughs> so put honor on your refrigerator. Hmm? Maybe you remind yourself when it goes across your mind. Honor. It's regard with great respect. Let <sighs> that soak in. Let it and let it travel down to your nose and to your teeth, down into your throat, and down to your heart, down deep in your guts. Regard with great respect. You don't feel no respect, you ain't going to get nothing. Oh, how big and deep you think you are? You don't give respect, you ain't going to get none. God going to make sure of it. You honor to whom honor is due. You pay tribute to whom tribute is due. That is God's order. Stay. 
before the judgment seat of Jesus Christ, I have got to all the works and all the deeds and every word that I spoke, I've got to stand and give an account. What about your work? Yeah, relationship. Mm -hmm. Everything he went through, he went through with God. It was relationship, it was his covenant, it was his dedication and his obedience. And when he got up, he had sense enough to repent. Yeah, he shed blood. That wasn't the point. He's still under God. And when God told him that you're not going to be the one your son is, what did David do? He's still under God. to be 
everything about our life should honor God. Huh? That includes your substance. Huh? It should honor God. Your first fruit, your dedication to him every day. It should honor God. Spending time with God. Huh? We get so busy and wrapped up in our own little world. Hmm? How much time you spending with God? Hmm? Spending in prayer. Listening and reading his word. Cutting off some of your street time going hither, there, and yonder. How much are you spending with God? Turning off the TV. Netflix ain't got nothing going on, nothing. Comcast, YouTube, and all the rest of the tube. They ain't got nothing going on. What are you willing to let go? What are you willing to cut off to spend time with God? Putting him first. Yeah, look, Elder, and it ain't just all about the money. Because if it was all about that, folks think they could buy God. Yeah, but I, I get totally what you're saying. Yeah, we have to be faithful in everything. But we can't buy God. You ain't going to pimp God with your coins. And, and see, because some give... They think they can pimp God, huh, and strong on God and just flowing blessings in their direction because of coins. It goes back to honor and respect. Mm -hmm. You may have pimped little Johnny, but you ain't going to pimp God. You may have pimped little Sally out there in the street, but you ain't going to come in here and pimp God. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you wholeheartedly. No argument. <laughs> Honor goes with everything. Everything. We should honor God. It, it, it shouldn't be a hard thing, Elder. Huh? It, 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 it shouldn't be like pulling wisdom teeth for us to honor God. Huh? With our substance, with our time, with our life. Oh, I give him time. Well, you need to give more than that because he made a way for you to get a job. Amen. Oh, I tired my time. Oh, no, sis. Oh, no, brother. <laughs> That's not the book. Huh? You, you, you way behind the needle here. That's not Bible. The nation of Israel had to come before him. They had to bring an offering. Oh, I can give you a Bible study, but we're going to stick with the subject. Because I'd blow you all out of here. We're going to stick with this. Because it's all about honor with God. It's not about what you're saying. You know, uh, we love these big grandiose testimonies, but what about when you
out of here. How are you honoring God? Or do you honor God with your husband and your wife? Oh. Oh. Got quiet as a church house mouse in here. I'm just saying, with all this bragging y'all doing, how are you honoring your husband? Hmm? Minister? Deacon? Your wives? Huh? Leaders? Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing here. Pew members? How are you honoring at home? statement about some said they they are honor God with their time. If you was given 10% of your time through a week, who in here is giving God 16.8 hours a day a week? So you ain't you ain't tired in your time then. So time ain't even involved in it. Because you're not giving God no 16.8 hours a week of honoring him or doing his work are coming before his presence. Hello. It's hard for God to get you to give him two, three hours a week, which is service and Wednesday, and we still hit and miss on that. So guess what? You behind the eight ball on 13.8 hours if you tied your time. Just want to make that clear. <laughs> and the church said amen. Amen. Sound good. I'm tired of my time. Don't y'all listen to that nonsense? It ain't Bible. Nope. You barely give the Lord an hour on your knees. Barely. Barely. You barely awake during Bible study and you tired and tired? <laughs> That's laughable. Are you serious? It's like pulling teeth for you to come to a meeting. But you, you, you giving your time. No! Mm, mm, mm. You, you see where we at church? It's nothing personal, but it's reality. Where we are. The churches that got caught up in being so busy, being busy just like the world, getting nothing done. If I took a survey on how much you done got done being so busy, if I would slap you in the face, if I would slap you in the face, you done been so busy being busy. Huh? Ain't like that busy me. <laughs> work did you get done for the Lord? Why we being busy as a bee? Oh, busy as we can be, just like the song said. But how much work are we getting done? David was a king. He made sure that he gathered all the supplies necessary, even though it wasn't his work. It wasn't even his work. But because it was going to be dedicated to his God. Do y'all understand that? Because it was going to be dedicated. 
related to his God, Abram. He had to have some part in it. Wow. sweated for God. Don't you answer that? I'm going to be a partaker of the kingdom. I'm going to find something to do with my hands and I'm going to do it with all of my might and all of my strength and I'm going to put some time in. I'm going to labor. I'm going to toil. Even if my name ain't in it, it don't even matter because it's all about honoring God. David told his son, he had a conversation with him. He said, now what you do for God, son, it's got to be great. It's got to be magnificent. Huh? See, you know, we done got into this habit of just throwing up anything. Throwing up something for God. Throw this up. a brand new start. He put his word on the inside of us and 
graced us with his precious Holy Ghost. My God, he spent time molding and making and shaping us and uh, building up our self-esteem. And we was down in the dumps and depressed and oppressed and had addictions and all this other junk that we let get in our car and our mind and our psyche. And God, uh, with his love and his kindness uh, and his tender mercy, uh, he cleaned you and he washed you and he picked you up he set your feet on a solid rock to say he didn't do a half job why are you doing a half job for him
thing that David had, y'all realize he did have some other brothers, right? Yeah, yeah, sure did. Mm-hmm. He had plenty of brothers. He had a whole slew of brothers. Mm-hmm. Samuel went down there with the horn of all. Uh-huh. Huh? Well, God, let me anoint this one. No, mm-hmm. I don't want that one. I don't want that one. I don't want that Let me go to the next one. Okay, see, that's how I do it, y'all. Y'all think everybody anointed because they got a microphone. Because <laughs> <laughs> they can sing good and they can squat. <laughs> the anointing on them. Oh, they anointed. They can squat like an angel. I say, uh uh. Not that one. Because see, what y'all describe is not anointing.
He always do more for us than we could ever do for him. Baby, if you live to be 109, you'll never be. Activities of my mind, you know. He, yes, Lord, He keeps me. We keep my mind stayed on Him. Thank you. Any benefits, y'all? Stuff you take for granted, stuff you're not thinking about. Yes, yes. Close in my right mind with the reasonable portion of health and strength. Come on, come on. No, sir. Thank you, Lord. Yes, for all. We thank you. Food, health, strength. Yes. Hallelujah. children, my mama, my church family. He allowed me another chance. He gave me a, he gave me more time to get it right before him. Yes. Gave me more time to get it right before him, to get myself together, to examine myself and to repent daily. 
Then allow the devil to kill me in the midst of my sins. Give me this old weak body up early every morning. And no matter if it's painful or not, a job to go to. Thank him for uh, waking me up every morning. Thank him. Thank him for sure for taking me throughout the day. I thank him for what he's been doing and what he's gonna continue to do in my life. I want to thank you for just um, being with me um, in college as well. Suicide. Shh. Dream. Huh? 
to have the opportunities, to have the peace that you got, to have the happiness that you got, to even have the family that you have. I deal with people every day, don't have a family. You hear me? Don't have a brother or sister they can call. Most of them rely on churches. Well, folks are put back, they're bad mouth but it's the churches that's holding up the community. mouth the church and all of that, the church ain't this, church ain't that. Let me tell you, all these disasters is happening, guess who was hurt? Who was helpful? Churches. Who was giving food and clothes? Huh? Who was helping rebuild houses in the community? Yeah, 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 yeah. The bad mouth church, but it's the church that's keeping your life together. Big facts. Yeah, big facts. Huh? The people in the body that's praying for one another, huh? People you don't even know lifting you up in prayer. It ain't all on your prayers. There's folks over across the seas that's laboring for years. Ain't never met you, don't know nothing about you, but they praying for you. Uh-huh. Let these monkeys badmouth the church because they don't want to go. Huh? They don't want to be saved. <laughs> it's the church that's holding back complete disaster. It's because you in the neighborhood. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. But how are we managing? It's a tough one. When we weigh things out, everything that God done blessed us with. Make sure you manage it well. Don't make a mess over what God done gave you. Hmm? Take care of your family. Take care of your business. Huh? You're supposed to be an ambassador for the Lord. It's what you represent. And a lot of times we forget about what we represent. Because you are the Bible they reading on their job. Is this, is this Bible? You the Bible. Huh? Exactly. Stewardship. Being accountable is required of a steward to be found what? Faithful. Not faithful unto focus unto God. So we should take our commitment more serious. Amen. And let what I'm doing for God drop to the ground. Because I'm a steward for God. And when I stand before God, I ain't before God. 
underway. Better get all the dead cats off the line because God requires faithfulness. One thing that uh, stuck out in my mind that David wanted to build God a house. But God told David, I don't want you to build me a house. I want somebody else to build me a house. Look at what you, God has given you that somebody else wanted to do for him. There are a lot of people that are in the grave that would love to be in living in this time so that they could make a difference for God. And look how we're taking this for granted. Uh, our level of commitment is not to one another. And you know, and, and that's why there are certain things I don't preach to you or say to you because you'll think that I'm trying to get you to work for me. And so that's one of the reasons why I try to be your best example. But God has let me see some things. The more I do, the more excuses you make for not doing. But God is going to hold you accountable and he's going to raise up somebody that is going to do what he has given you an opportunity to do. And you look at, uh, uh, even though it wind up being David's son, but he had a heart that was right at first. And one thing that you've got to remember that you can lose what you got because you're right today, that don't mean you're going to be right tomorrow. Your motive could be right starting out, but you got to watch your motive as you walk. And so when you when it comes down to God, God looks at the heart. And we've got to make sure our hearts stay pure. And if you and I don't make sure our hearts stay pure when we're working, with, working for God, your labor is in vain because we will not get a reward. Now, if you, you look at Solomon, Solomon built God a house, but his life got off. So all that the Solomon did in his younger days was erased. Now, think about you and me now. I don't care, you may have been a ball of fire a few years ago, but because we don't keep up, all of that get erased. And when God picks up somebody, and some of it he might do it before we live, because I remember uh, a situation at my former church, God, picked up people and took people out of positions where they lived and they couldn't handle it. But it didn't stop the flow or the anointing of God. Don't stop God. You and I, we're not even a, a, a drawback for God. So I, I say this, is to, 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 you got to get in your mind who you're working for. And, and, and that's the thing that I think most of us forgot. Who are we working for? 
Why am I doing this? Why did I get up on Sunday morning to come to the house of God and half pay attention? Or why did I spend my money? And God gonna get us for spending his money and buying the books and you didn't read. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? And we're taking all of this for granted and until our heart miss a beat or our blood pressure goes out of control or the doctor tell us we got cancer or we got diabetes or we got COVID and we got to go on the ventilator. Then we want to straighten up. You see what I'm saying? When we have the perfect opportunity to be straight, and that way if we go down, we go down with dignity in God. Now, we're going to die, but you can go down with dignity. We don't go down like the sinner hollering, screaming, and jumping, and shouting. Ah, Lord, Lord, No, no, no. You should have had that and done in praise, sir. No, you should have had all that settled when, when things was well. When, when you were actually giving God a sacrifice of praise. Now you're pleading for your life. Because you know you ain't ready. You follow me? And the, the purpose of it is we got to be ready to die. Let that soak in. Because all of our labor will come to an end. And we, and it's all going to go before God. And God going to judge us on what we should have done and we didn't do or how well we did what he said to do. So you choose. You write, you write and see the thing about you living out for in heaven. And he ain't going to change it because you're pretty. And he ain't going to mess it up because you're ugly. Amen. Sister Lee, you can take up the offering. 